Hello, this is Dennis Thomas with Things That Matter, where we speak about everything from faith to finance and all things in between. Good topic to speak about today. Uh, Two episodes ago, I spoke about getting sleep and the benefits of doing that. And kind of like similar to a washing machine or a dishwasher, how it's cleaning things out, our body, when we are sleeping, is repairing things at all times things that will prevent us from maybe even getting certain diseases like Alzheimer's. So we see the benefits of doing that. It also allows us to be focused and alert. Uh, Studies were showing that people that received more sleep did better than those that received less sleep, and they practiced more. So we see here, if you have a group that practices a normal amount of practice if they're playing a sport, they get more sleep, they did better than the group that practice more and receive less sleep. So we see the benefits of being able to sleep, especially if you have something important to do the next day, which we usually have important things to do. We have to drive, watch kids, do work. So we know the value of that. But another topic that I wanted to touch on too that kind of is connected to that was also for those that we you know as an adult we want to get at least 8 hours of sleep but for those that want to get the 8 hours and they can't something's holding them back from doing that i wanted to speak about some ways that we could try to make sure that we get our 8 hours and this is something that i've been victim to we all can fall victim to this and that's stress and one of the things that we see with stress or even anxiety it's really triggered by our own thinking. So the great thing about that, right, so that's like a kind of a double-edged sword, it's triggered by our own thinking. We uh, actually, uh, uh, more episodes back than I can remember, but there was an episode that I did that spoke about how we have situations that come in, right, Uh, a scenario that comes in, let's say we find out news that someone passed away or that we're about to lose our job or that there's traffic coming up and you could be late to work. Any scenario. We have millions of these scenarios that come up in our mind. And what happens is we go through a process, right? And and so first we have this scenario that's kind of uh, just there, right? It's, it's, it's neither uh, good nor bad. Right, just it's just a scenario, and then once we get our thinking into it, our thinking is really what changes everything from there, because we have these circumstances that come up, and then we have our thought that controls our feelings, which leads to actions and then results, and it kind of goes in that pattern. Circumstances, our thoughts lead to our feelings, actions, results. So a double-edged sword because our thoughts lead us to either how we're going to feel afterwards, right? So our thoughts could bring us to a good place or they could bring us to a place of doubt, worry, fear. And so anxiety being triggered by our own thinking, the double-edged sword is that it could cause us, right, to, to have anxiety, but it could also help us to not make this an anxious or a fearful situation because our own thinking also gives us our ability 
to think our way to better sleep. So, the thing that causes you to have anxiety could also cause you and help you to not have that anxiety. So let's kind of think about and speak about some of these ways that we could begin to have better sleep for those out there that kind of struggle with this or even if at times you may struggle with this. So the first thing I think about when you're dealing with stress, you're dealing with anxiety, worry, we need to identify what we're worried about. And I've gone through this before where I start to think about, I know like I'm stressed about something. And in some cases, it's very clear what that is. Other times it's multiple things or I have to drill it down. Like what is really bothering me about this situation? I mean, as of late, I would say the last time that I felt that way was at work. I was dealing with a stressful situation with an individual that was in a leadership position and I was just trying to handle that scenario and me and the individual had disagreements. We didn't see things in the same way. Uh, they, They thought that they were clear with their direction of something they wanted me to do and I felt like the direction wasn't that clear. So I knew what was stressing me out but in order to get over that, right? So I have first had to identify what was it specifically that bothered me. And the thing I think about too with this is if you told someone the same story, right, from your viewpoint, you told someone else the same story, would that person have the same feeling of stress as you do? And likely they would not. And part of the reason is they're not emotionally involved. But two, it's because our thinking towards the situation is really what's causing us to have that anxiety. It's not so much that the situation automatically is an anxiety-filled situation or a situation that you should worry about. It's more of the thought process that we have because you could tell someone, you could even tell someone that, let's say you had a family member that passed away and that would cause you a lot of pain, right? Or could cause you pain. It could cause you a bunch of different emotions, fear. If you told someone else that wasn't involved that someone passed away, they would feel bad for you. They would have sympathy. They would have empathy. They would understand a little bit of how you're feeling because they could think back to maybe a scenario that they felt with or they could understand how bad that would feel. But they wouldn't feel exactly how you feel, which lets us know that it is our thinking that really causes us to feel one way or another. And so the first thing we need to do is identify what is it about that that is making us feel that way. In my scenario, it was really that I was thinking, did I get this wrong? Was it my fault that I didn't clearly understand the direction? Or was it the other person's fault? And how much responsibility should I be taking for this? Should I be upset with myself? Should I have that anxiety with myself that maybe I'm not listening to something well enough? And so that's it. In that scenario, it wasn't so much the other person. It was more how I was feeling about it and maybe my own vulnerability or maybe 
weakness of not being a good listener. And so the first part, I think, here is identifying what you're worried about. Now, when we think about that part, it's, it's identifying what's causing us to, to stay awake, and then we have to deal with it. So one of the things that I started doing, and I've actually written this down, too, because I've dealt with this so many times that I was like, you know what, I need to start writing down. How do I get through these scenarios? Because I feel like I can get through them. And I have to try to figure out what works. And I think partly for us in this life is figuring out what is that path, what works for us. And so one of the ways that we could try to overcome this is to write out what's stressing and or what's stressing us and then try to come up with a solution. To me, I kind of think of it like a math problem. The reason why it's bothering me is because I haven't figured out an answer for it. I haven't figured out whether or not, if going through the whole scenario, was it something that I should be taking 100% responsibility for? Is there a way to fix it? Was it something that maybe wasn't exactly my doing? Maybe I could go through the scenario again and figure out, oh, this is where I may have missed that. This could be an honest mistake. Maybe it's not even a mistake on my end. Maybe I know what was the reason. So I think what we're doing here is trying to solve this like a math problem, try to figure out how can we come up with a solution for this? How can we come up with an answer where our brain doesn't continue to think about this over and over? You know, at times when you're thinking about it when you go to sleep and then you're thinking about it again when you wake up and you're like, oh man, that sleep was, was necessary because it was the one time I wasn't thinking about it. But it's because, like a math problem, you know that this is something that you need to solve. And sometimes your brain, like the way our brains work, you ask your brain a question, it will come up with an answer. So Brooks Theo says, ask your brain a lot of tough questions so it can come up with that answer. Because the brain does what we tell it to do. Right? Don't think about a blue elephant. <laughs> we can't help it. If someone says it, we're thinking about a blue elephant. So we're trying to come up with a solution as we're going through this, similar to solving a math problem. One of the other steps that I tried to think about doing, and it's funny because you don't always think about this in the moment, but then you're like, aha, of course I should have done this. But one of my favorite verses in the Bible, Philippians 4, 6. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, so that his peace, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds. So the Bible's telling us here that, listen, we're, we are going to worry, right? It's fine. We're going to worry. But it's saying here, be anxious for nothing. So we know that you're going to worry. Be anxious for nothing. In everything, okay, so if you are going to worry, by prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known to God so that His peace, so we think about definitions of God, God being love, God being powerful, all-knowing, omnipresent. He's also peace 
So we see here that be anxious for nothing, but in everything, and not in some things, in everything, by prayer and supplication, let your request be made known to God so that His peace, and His peace that it surpasses all understanding, we don't, we don't get it. We, we get it a little bit because we know that there's times when we have peace in our lives, and so we know that feeling of peace. We're always trying to guard ourselves so that we can keep the peace because we feel like at some point it can be taken away because things happen. We live in a fallen world where things, we see it every day, things that are, that are not positive happen. So we know that this peace can be taken away, but God says basically I am that peace. It surpasses all understanding. So we can't even fully understand what God's peace is. But he's saying to us with all prayer and supplication, so supplication are basically like requests, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds. So it's guarding it so that the peace could stay. There's two strong men or strong women, right? Guarding your mind, guarding your hearts, because that's what's causing us not to have the peace. It's our mind thinking about things. It's our heart. It kind of stirs up there, and then it goes out after that. So a lot of it comes from the inside. So it's not outside in. It's inside out. And I think that's why you see that model. And Brooke Castillo was the one that I heard speak about this model where circumstances lead to thoughts, which lead to feelings, actions, results. Circumstances, they're neither positive nor negative. But the first thing that happens, our thoughts come into play. And our thoughts are either going to lead us the right way or the wrong way. So we see here, if God is guarding our hearts and minds, the things that we're feeling are coming from within. So our thinking can lead us to anxiety, but also our thinking can get us out of it. Double-edged sword, right? But nonetheless, a nice weapon for us to have <laughs> to guard ourselves. So pray about it. We need to pray about it. We need to always be in prayer. Even when things are good, we need to be praying about it because we always need to be guarding our hearts and minds. But if we want to have that peace when we put our heads down and we're dealing with those stressors, that's going to be a way to get out of it. And the last item that I have is speak to someone. For me, it's speaking to my sister, my father, my wife. No particular order, by the way, crowd, right? <laughs> I have to speak to my wife first, probably. But those are the people that I typically would speak to for stressors that I'm going through. Because sometimes it's being vulnerable. Because you're explaining something that even maybe I might be embarrassed to bring up. Why am I letting that even stress me out? I know what they're going to say when I tell them. The cool thing about it is that they have a different perspective. Because their viewpoint in all this is different. They're not fully involved in it. So there's no emotional tie to it. They're going to give you a decision that is very sound. But because they have a different viewpoint, because they think differently, because they're not emotionally tied, there's multiple reasons here why 
explaining it to someone else and getting their thought is key. It doesn't mean that you have to follow through with what they say, but it is a perspective to look at. Because maybe you're too deep in the forest to see the trees. You need someone else from a different viewpoint to tell you where to go. And so that's why I think being able to speak to someone else that's not emotionally involved is key. And we think about anything that we're stressed over, usually emotions are involved. You know, for me, if it's stressed about finances or stressed about work, I mean, you're talking about fear, frustration, embarrassment, nerves, right? Like, I mean, there's a bunch of different emotions that come up with even those two topics, but let alone some of the other things that stress us out. Usually it is I mean, anger is involved, fear, frustration. Right? Sometimes you feel like you don't have the answer. I don't know how to do it. And we don't always need the answer to some of these things, but speaking to others will allow us to Make things a little bit more clear for us. So these are the things that we need to think about identifying what's worrying us. Trying to come up with a solution like a math problem, writing it out, getting it outside of our head, praying about it, Philippians 4, 6, speaking to someone that is not emotionally involved that could give us a different perspective. Especially sometimes someone that just thinks differently than you. That would be like, what? That definitely does not ever bother me. <laughs> and then they give you their answer. Right? Now, they probably have other stresses that for you, that wouldn't bother you. But maybe their perspective in this situation is good because you want to move on. You want to be able to get that eight hours of sleep that is recommended for us to perform at that optimal level. So, we have an opportunity to do this every day. Every day, every night, we have to go put our heads down to sleep. So we always have a chance to use our mind, use our heart to its most capable ability and be able to put our head down to sleep and sleep peacefully. That's the plan for me. So I hope that's the plan for you too. But until next time, enjoy yourselves. Keep your head up, read your Bible, pray, speak to others, and be a friend to people out there too. Everyone's always looking for someone to give them some positive energy. All right, enjoy yourself. Thank you.